Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's poppin' my duties? It is Thursday, August 10th, 2017. Uh, you're listening to Right Back. I don't know what the fuck crazy noise is going on over there, John Weeks, but knock it off. You're listening to Blazing Ride Backstage. <laughs> Welcome. This shot to my batter and wah, who seems to be uh, chopping up a dead body over there, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Jonathan Weeks, how are you, man? Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Can I get encore? Do you move, want man. more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one, he jawed a yeah. roar. What the hell are you waiting yeah. for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, player, make some noise. Tired of being what you Ooh. want me to be. Feeling so fake. Lost under the sun. Oh. of me. In my shoes, caught in the undertone, just caught. What's up, man? <laughs> what are you doing over there? Are you chopping up somebody over there? I'm trying to screw in this damn light bulb. You give me some goddamn light in this room, man. <laughs> Describe this. I'm, I'm I'm literally just trying to get this damn light bulb screwed into this lamp, which I think is going to cause a goddamn fire one day, and uh, it's not working. I hate this damn lamp. I'm going to break this thing. I'm serious. I hate it. How many how many attorneys does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> how many mains does it take to screw in a light bulb, man? Too many of how, them, I guess. How many mains until one of the mains gets a goddamn wedding right? I know, right? But uh, Maine better get this damn thing right this time. And uh, did you get that save the date for December, Maine? I'm not going to this damn thing. What do you mean you're not going to this damn thing? You're a grown man, man. I know. I'm just kidding around. I'll be there. Oh, my God. This is going to be terrible, though. I know. It's an awful idea. When, 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 when do you think save the date? What? When was the date? I I thought it was like, uh, like December 9th or something like that. It's coming up, man. It's coming no, up I real said, quick. I said, when did the save date come in the mail? Oh, God. I think it came like uh, a month or two. A month ago. About a month ago. <laughs> no, you know I wanted it's still, to throw that thing away. You know it's still sitting on my windowsill unopened? <laughs> I don't blame you, mate. I would have wanted to open that damn thing. It's all bad news. Bad news for everybody. <laughs> Opening a can of worms with that. Anyway, hey, sorry I flipped out on you before about the light bulb. No harm meant there. I, I apologize. That was rude. No, it wasn't rude at all. It was fine. Uh, I hope I hope Jeremy, the black Republican, is going to be there, isn't he? 
I don't know if any of us are going to be there, to be honest. I feel like your boy might get us all killed before then. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to be going to war sooner or later. I think it's going to happen. Uh, well, if, if there's one thing you don't do is you don't piss the Trump off with his ego there. He's going to blow you up. Yeah, you know? well, he's done a plenty good job of blowing himself up already. Uh <laughs> Uh, what are you getting up to? Man. Hello? What, what have I been up to? Um, what Can have you? I been up to? I haven't done much. I, I went home for the weekend for a couple, you know, a couple days. I saw the Kings of Leon in concert at the Mohegan Sun. I know you don't care for them. They're a good band. Uh, what did I do? That was about it. I haven't done much. I saw a couple movies. I saw Dunkirk. Have you seen Dunkirk? Bane? Hang on, hang on. Bane! Hang on. Bane! <laughs> hang on. Bane! Hang on, Bane! And Bane! You okay? And Bane! Hey, Bane. Hey, Can you hear me? Can you not hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. You you can hear me. Now. Can you hear me now? <laughs> am I can like am I am I breaking up like crazy? What's the deal? Yeah, you are. You are. I didn't want to say it, but I because okay. I didn't want to crush your heart. I didn't. I, yeah, you're you're breaking up, man. All right, hang hang on, man. In the meantime, why don't you talk about uh um. Talk about ravioli? Is that what you said? I, I like. Well, ravioli is good. Ravioli with tomato sauce is good, but I'll tell you what's better: ravioli with pesto sauce. You know what gets underrated and people don't talk about it enough? Pesto sauce. I mean, pesto is delicious. It's it's good for you. It's I think it's even better for you than tomato sauce, quite frankly. And pesto sauce on ravioli, the best. I mean, come on. You can't get much better. You don't even have to put that much pesto sauce on ravioli to make it good. Pesto sauce with, uh, on ravioli with a little Parmigiano cheese. Woo! Delicioso. Uh, and, uh, you know, what about what else? What about what else? ravioli? Have you ever had lobster stuffed ravioli or ravioli stuffed with lobster? Not too bad. Not too bad. But the thing about that dish is, and this is what the crappy part is, they only give you a couple of those raviolis because they want to limit the amount of lobster they can give you as well. So it's a big sham. It's a real sham, that dish. Never get that dish, ever. Lobster stuffed with ravioli. Never get it because it's gonna be, you're going to spend a lot of money and you're not going to get that much because, quite frankly, you get more ravioli than lobster. You're not getting that much lobster. But I'll do it. My advice is to stay away from that dish. Can you hear me, man? I can hear you, but you're still breaking up. The phone, then. God damn it! Hang on. You go. You go all over the place, man. Okay, carry on. Carry on. Okay, so my advice to you is never to get ravioli stuffed with lobster. It's an expensive dish. It's not worth it. You're not getting that much lobster, and really, it's not that good, especially when it's got tomato sauce. Because you have more tomato sauce than you have lobster, and the lobster tastes kind of 
ruined by the uh, tomato sauce. Although you can make the argument that lobster is hard to change the taste of it. You know what's good, though? Lobster stuff with, uh, with uh, regular stuff with lobster is not as good as macaroni and cheese with lobster. So if they got Maine. mac and cheese with lobster, go for that dish. Yes, yes, Maine. Can you hear me now? Hey, I can hear you now. You're can, very can clear. You... Oh, okay. You're breaking up. I though. can hear you. Wait, I'm breaking up still. No, no, you're good. You're good now. You're good. I do hear an echo. What's the echo? Oh, maybe the echo is me. Hang on. Hang on. Oh, hello. 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 Do you hear an echo? You're very clear. You're clear now. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Rubber baby buggy bumpers. Pick up the pace, please. 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 Pick up the pubes, please. Pick up the pubes, please. Pick up the pubes, please. Red leather, yellow leather. 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 All right. So thank you for that. That was what I heard of your ravioli. It was very entertaining. I appreciate it. Yeah, you never get ravioli stuff with lobster. A terrible dish, not worth it, bad value, bad idea. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah, man, I'm hearing some echo. What's the echo about, bro? You got something going on over there? You have the show on while you're on the phone? No, I got no echo. Uh, why are you, are you hearing an echo? No. Ah, yeah, I was. All right, now it's gone. Do you still hear the echo? No, it's not. I still hear it, man. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm in my own a chamber in my own head. We got these technical difficulties. Ever since we started talking about Major's wedding, everything's been going wrong. <laughs> you got that right. Jesus, yeah, I hear myself. You got, got that right. You got stuff. that right. You know what? I'm going yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to hang right. up. I'm going to hang up. I'm going to close I'm out boy. Chrome. I'm going to I'm going to reopen. You carry on about ravioli. I'll be right back. Uh okay. Well, on the topic of ravioli, it's really not something that you can have quite constantly. It's one of those pasta dishes or Italian pasta dishes that really is a rare treat. Ravioli, you can get sick of it very quickly. And why is there ravioli and why is there manicotti? Aren't they really just the same thing? It's just that ravioli are enclosed, right? They're like little pillows with ricotta cheese in it. Or sometimes they're stuffed with meat. But manicotti is very similar, right? It's just rolled up. But it has an opening on the other side. It's almost like burritos, if you think about it. Manicotti, burritos, same thing. But, you know, in manicotti, ravioli, it's the same thing. But they got different names. But their endings are, you know, closed. So, manicotti, manicotti is like a burrito, whereas ravioli is like a pillow, right? So I guess, you know, I, I, you know, I don't really know what I'm trying to establish there, but uh, there's a lot of Mine. differences that there's unique things that are case by case. Yeah, hello, sir. Mine. 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 What's going on, man? Let Mine. me see. Mine. Let me hear. Let me see. Do I echo, echo? Do you hear Do I have an, an echo? echo? Do I hear an echo? No, I don't hear an echo. Echo. I don't have an echo. Gecko, geico. Gecko, geico. Gecko, geico. Gecko, geico. Gecko, geico. Okay. 
Hang on. I saved a lot of money on my car okay. insurance. <laughs> I hear. I hear. I hear. Gecko. 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 Geico. Geico. Gordon. Gecko. <laughs> I can't tell if I'm <laughs> echoing, if you're just echoing everything I'm saying. Uh, keyboard. Computer. Computer. Keyboard. Microphone. Computer. Keyboard. Microphone. All right, we're good enough. Good enough. I don't know what's going on, but uh, either Microphone either we're having out. technical issues or I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I think we're having mental issues. That's what's going on. Menstrual issues. So good. Menstrual we're having issues. Men- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> menstrual uh, issues. Menstrual issues. <laughs> So now that now that we've wasted or I've wasted a major chunk of time, um, I wanted to tell you that I went to a podiatrist a couple of weeks ago. You ever had a, a wart oh, on your foot? For your damn feet? Yeah, for my damn feet. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I never had one. Never had one before. You ever have one? Oh God, warts! Oh my God, I had. Yeah, I had one. I had one in. Uh, the high school was a disgusting thing. It was like a crater in your foot of like greenness and blackness and veins. It was disgusting. Warts are probably the most <laughs> disgusting thing on the planet. And uh, wow, just disgusting. Wear shower shoes. Terrible, uh, terrible thing right, to have warts. Right. Right. Exactly. So I think that that's what happened. Is I was. Uh, you know, ever since I got athlete's foot in the shower in college, I was wearing flip-flops for a while. But then when nothing bad started happening for a long time, anyway, now something bad happened. Uh, so I went to Dr. Um, I went to the doctor, and he starts telling me, uh, he, he looks at my, okay, first off, the guy walks in, and he's wearing, it's a Friday, but he's wearing sneakers and short, a short sleeve button-down shirt. So my first instinct was to was to leave. My first instinct was to flip out like Ed Asner did on Curb Your Enthusiasm when he saw the lawyer on that Friday, and the lawyer was like, it's casual Friday. And he's like, I don't care what casual Friday it is, and he has a heart attack in the office. I felt like that. Um, so, yeah. But I figure, okay, cas- casual Friday. Also, you know, I don't know, foot doctor. So then he examines my foot, and he says, yeah, that's probably a wart. And he says uh, – you know, I had a guy, he said, you know, thank God it's only one. I had another guy in here. He had about 15 all over each of his feet. And uh, so he's talking to me about other oh. patients. And then he says, so uh, so uh, do, you, uh, do you not have work today or is it just a casual Friday? He's asking me. And I say, uh, uh, I say well, uh, every day is kind of casual where I work. And, and he said, uh Oh, like a startup? And I said, sure. And then he said, uh, he said, what kind of things that you do? And I was like, uh, I told him what, what I do. And then he somehow connected that to um, tr- uh, real-time tracking of Internet activity and starts talking about um, – this is what he says. He says, oh, I read a thing on uh, uh, whatever the day before the Game of Thrones was. And I said, oh, Saturday? And he said, yeah, I read a." said that uh, porn searches were down by 80%. Wow. What? <laughs> Why is he talking about this, first of all? 
secondly, really down by eighty percent? What's going on? Is that <laughs> that probably explains why the world's gone crazy. What's going on? Down eighty percent? That's substantial. What is going on? I did not I I did not care about being down eighty percent. I cared that my medical professional was talking to me about pornography the first time I met him. Uh and I was I just like said, Oh, oh okay and was very uncomfortable. Yeah, very uncomfortable and um then I thought about it over the weekend and I was thinking like, Okay, well you have to be kind of fucked up to be a podiatrist to be that interested, that invested in feet. So then I was like, maybe I would be even more uncomfortable if he didn't talk about porn. So then I'm thinking, okay, I'm okay with him talking about porn. But then I go back to him two, two weeks later to get the second treatment on this disgusting thing on my foot. And he says, um, and he walks in. It's a Tuesday. He has short sleeves and sneakers on. And it was a Tuesday. And I was like, oh, God, this is every day. I thought it was just casual Friday. And the guy just, uh, he's one of these guys who, you know, you look at the picture of the guy on the Internet and you think, well, he's a strange-looking guy, but it'll look more normal in person because doctors never take good headshots. But uh, he's, uh, he is a genuinely strange person. And, oh, and that time that I saw him, he, he said, so he's like, he walks in and he's like, so how are they doing? And he keeps saying they and there. And I'm like, well, it's just the one. And he said, well, you got blisters over here. And I was like, yeah, but I'm here for the ward, aren't I? And he said, uh, he, he, he said, um, then he, what did he say? He said, oh, this is what he said. He said, you know, my son-in-law is on my sixth treatment for this actually. And our dog's babysitter, um, had one. But luckily, she got cured just in time to watch the dog. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? That makes no sense. talking about his dog oh babysitter. God. He doesn't even say dog sitter. He says dog babysitter and her warts. And he's talking about his son-in-law's warts. He's talking about all these people, you know, <laughs> doctor-patient confidentiality and all that, all that shit, you know? Yeah, this doctor dog is mine. Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> I don't want to say his name now because uh, of litigation, but uh, he's uh, and I'm going back to him again another two times or so. You know what? I got to ask you some questions about this wart. I'm very interested in about this wart. So, <laughs> oh god, you have one wart. Is that, is that right? You only have one wart. Is that correct? Only one. All right. So yes. What kind of treatment is he doing? Is he is he using like a scalpel to get rid of it? Is he using like a, a burning it out, or is he freezing it out, or what is he doing? <laughs> he's um he's using the Go ahead. he's using he's using the acid the um the beetle venom uh acid stuff that what uh you know. <laughs> It's it's very common. Um, he said it's the best war treatment, and then other people have been like, oh, are they, are they freezing it or are they doing the acid? And so he's doing the acid, and part of the acid is made of beetle venom and some other venom, and uh, and so he uh, he's doing that treatment, which I think he says a four-time. I go in there four times and get he puts this stuff on me, and apparently it's stuff that you can get over the counter, except that the stuff he has in his office is like the bat on steroids. All right, so I got. We have to discuss this. This is very important. 
I think there's a real yeah. scam going on in the treatment of warts by podiatrists. I had to go to get my wart treated probably a dozen times, and they use different mm. ways to do it. Yes, man. They they use this like acid. I think it's similar to the acid that's used on you, but it didn't work. So what they did to me after like six times, it didn't work. So what after that he tried like digging it out. I'm sorry, this is disgusting. But he tried to like uh, you know rip it out with scissors and and uh, you know and, and tools, and that didn't work. He came back. So I think the only way to do it and the only the only effective manner. Is those one that do last because they get to charge you like a million times, right? So, and uh, he froze it, and this guy, you know, froze the hell out of it, and he ripped it out, and then they burned that area. I mean, it'll leave like a permanent mark there, but at least it won't come back. And uh, that's what they did to me. I had one on my finger. I had one on my. I don't know how you get warts on your finger. I got one on my finger, and then I had a wart <laughs> on my uh, on my foot. So, I you know, literally this is like twelve times. I think I'm wrong. I think it was more like 20 times, but it was the 20th time when they froze it, uh, cut it out, and they burned it. And that was the only way to get rid of the Sam War. Yeah, it, I, I mean, probably paid it feels like close it's... to twenty thousand dollars to get out, get rid of a damn war. The hell, doctor, are you going to charging twenty thousand dollars? I went, I went to two or three different podiatrists. They couldn't get rid of this goddamn war. Uh, I'm telling you, it's, it's a scam amongst the, amongst the podiatrists. I think they're talking about this all the time, about how we can overcharge and keep this work going on. In fact, I think they probably, that, that asset they're putting on that work, I think it multiplies the warts. <laughs> I think they, uh, if they're talking careful. about this, that, Don't touch it. That, would be a, that would be a relief if they're talking about this instead of pornography and their son-in-law's warts. Sorry, but warts really ticked me off. I had a wart on my foot for like a year and a half. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, mine feels like it's never going to go away, and I've never had one before, and it just feels like it's never going away. And I've I've had the the two treatments, and it's already turning like before. It was like a uh, like skin color, but like with a black dot, and now and then it was black, and yeah. now it's like a kind of mar- maroon brown type looking disgusting thing. Gross, bro. <laughs> you know how um you know how like I've I've used that uh the uh app uh grinder Oh yeah that's where you find me yeah. you can find uh, the most available meat meat meatball grinders right around the area uh, Well that is a very good way to put it but um I had <laughs> a situation let me see if i can pull up the the text here um let's see 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 and um so okay it's in it's in my chat with sherry the lemon so let me pull up her shit here (laughs) and i'll go down 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 and in around Sugar, we're going down swinging. Down we'll be a number one with the bullet. With Loaded the bullet. gun complex, cock it and pull it. Down, down, in an earlier round. Sugar, we're going down swinging. I'll be a number one with the bullet. 
A loaded gun complex, cock it and pull it. Down, down. Down, down. Down. Oh, my Christ. I'm having to go way far back in this uh, in this text thread here. You're going, you're going back to the future in text messages. So okay. So, so I told. Um, okay. So here, here's what happened. Uh, um, there's this guy. Uh, his name is Adam. Say, so call him Adam Grinder. That's how he was in my phone. Um, a couple weeks ago, uh, on a Saturday, uh, I go and uh, mm-hmm. have uh, intercourse with him, and uh, mm-hmm. then um, I was like. Uh, oh, would you want to hang out sometime? Maybe, uh, you know, it doesn't ha- outside of bed or whatever. And he said, sure. And then um, like a week goes by or maybe two weeks. And then he says, would you want to hang out uh, this weekend? And, um, and uh, I think I said um, something like, uh, I said, I don't know what I said. Maybe I said, sure. I said, well, uh, check, I'll have to check my schedule or some, something. Um, but what happens is that Saturday, uh, I texted him, so when did you want to hang out? And he wrote back, uh, uh, I can't this weekend, but any other time. And then I write back, weird, because didn't you say that you uh, wanted to hang out this this weekend, um, and I said uh, it's all good, right. but weird. And he and he wrote, "Oh shit, sorry, dude." He said, "Oh shit, sorry, dude." And I just said, "Heh, that's it." Like, "Heh, h e h, that's it." Right. That's all I said. I didn't say anything crazy. I just said, yeah. "Heh, that's it." Like maybe he was going to tell me uh, the plans that he had. Maybe he was going to tell me um, another day to hang out. But then he writes back right. something like. Uh, he writes clearly, this isn't worth escalating best wishes. And I wrote back, not escalating, just um, was wondering. And he wrote back, uh, right. oh, I meant, it wasn't, I meant it's wor- not worth me escalating. And he put like a grinding teeth face emoticon thing. And, uh, and I said like, wait, you don't want to hang out now because I asked a question? And then he writes, this is what he writes. He writes, I made a mistake. I suggested a very general window, and in the remainder of the week, neither of us broached more specific plans, so it fell through the cracks. That's my mistake, and I can certainly own that. It's totally valid to think I'm a flake, but your bitter, clean, passive-aggressive shit is unattractive. Neither of us are invested in one another to to warrant turning into salty little bitch so quick. Feel free to <laughs> screenshot this for your girlfriends next time they're pondering how a great guy like you could be single. And I said, oh, and, and, then, he, and then he says, and I'm working on my response, and he types this. He says, P.S., it's fully warranted for you to think I'm a dick and block me. That's reasonable. Just like I'm warranted in thinking you are acting like a salty little bitch, and then, <laughs> and then, 
And then I wrote back, Jesus fucking Christ. Bitter, queen, <laughs> passive-aggressive shit, salty little bitch. Your complete overreaction and projecting and presumptuousness are what's unattractive here. I don't have girlfriends I complain to about being single. As my fellow drunks say, thank you for sharing, which is like a thing in AA to say, fuck you. Thank you for sharing. So um, I said that, and then I blocked him, and that was the end of it. But what do you think of all that? Oh, my God. This guy is insane. Well, first of all, I'm glad he did what he was supposed to do, which was own up to his mistake, which he definitely made. I mean, he should have done that earlier versus, like, you know, having an attitude and really trying to turn it around on you, which I think was ridiculous. Uh, and I don't, I don't think that even warrants the kind of uh, statement that he made. The huh, that right? Meant, you know, he could have just That's continued the conversation, or he could have ended the conversation and come, came back to it later, or he could have continued it and say, "Hey, let's make a date and uh, let's figure out when we want to get together." This guy's got some serious deep-seated issues, and uh, you know, <laughs> he, he just got way too deep about something so simple that could have been resolved so easily. Uh, this guy's a nutcase. He's not. He's a salty little bitch. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and then when my uh, when my therapist said, uh, so well, what did you think of of him beforehand? And I said, well, I had known prior to this conversation that he's a crazy person. I was even texting my friend, oh, Adam Grinder wants to hang out this weekend. He's a crazy person. Um, so I had already known that he was a crazy person, but I didn't know he was a salty little bitch. But I knew he was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Jesus Christ, his, I mean, that overreaction was just insane. But do you know what time it is, Jonathan Weeks? Oh, my God, it's not the time for the mind. God, who's a mess, oh, my God. You. Oh, love the mess, love the mess, love the mess. Please, love the mess, love the mess, love the mess. Boots and pants and 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 boots. I know you know me. I know you know me. I know you know me. I know you know me, common boy. I know you know me. I know you know me. Tommy boy. What's going on, Tommy boy? I'm road weary and I'm glad to be home. That was a long haul. Welcome, Black Sire. Huh? Welcome, Bo-rata. Black Sire. Yeah. Borada. <laughs> yeah. So tell us, tell us where you were and what happened. Uh, yeah. Oh shit! I was all over. Started out in Staunton, Virginia, which they insist on calling Stanton, but the Ooh. people from Culpeper, just forty miles away, speak the King's <laughs> English and Ooh. they call it Staunton. So I don't care if you did grow Ooh. up in Stanton. It's really something. So that was the beginning. Then we went to Asheville, North Carolina, <laughs> where where Siri can go fuck herself because she lost she lost her signal about every third back road highway that we had to take. So we went in a circle for two and a half hours trying to find these people where the fuck they lived because. This bitch kept going in and out of service. <laughs> that was day two uh-huh. of a six-week long. So, yeah, I'm kind of tired, 
I'm kind of cranky. Yeah. I had those two weeks in Florida in the house with no AC, during which Ooh. one of the weeks the car had no AC, so I was held hostage Ooh. to pay the almost $2,000 to have that re- repaired and fixed so that I could go out in the middle of the night and sit in the fucking car to turn on the AC <laughs> because the bed was soaked and the lizards were running around and there was moss huh? growing on my nuts. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm over Florida. I was born and reared there more than once and I'm over Florida. <laughs> what do you mean reared there more than once? You can put two and two together, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, you've hit the um, salami before. That's one hell of a trip. Well, I I tried, but uh, I told Tommy Callahan to stop. But um, <laughs> what um, what you, were you were you held at a knife point or gun point again this time? Oh no, nothing, nothing like that this time. From that from that <laughs> standpoint, it was it was. Fairly eventful, but, you know, just some of the nice, decent conversations you think you're having with people, then all of a sudden they just have to throw a bomb in there, you know, oh, like yeah. a guy Ooh. sitting at the bar who I'd, I'd had drinks with him like four or five days in a row over at the beach, you know, a nice, like, beach open-air bar situation. And he seemed like a nice old coot, and all of a sudden he went off on Colin Kaepernick. And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, okay. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So there's no arguing down there with people, you know, because that's it's just you're not going to change them. So it's mm. just like you know, once once they've shown you their true colors, just move on. Yeah. Move on. So a lot of those situations. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. And then discovering yeah. that uh, there's a diner. Wonderful diner in this small Georgia town that we had been going to and sort of liked it, uh, but then to hear the guy like still the guy's like still wearing his Hillary and Benghazi T-shirt, and then he referred to the Obama years in the White House as that nigger in the White House. Oh my God! And uh, you know, in, in his establishment, which is full of old. Christian couples having their breakfast in the morning and just grinning and his eye on his ass. So that ended that. Didn't go there anymore. Wow. Yeah. Nope. Wow. Nope. 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 Yep. Yeah, that, that, was, that was in North and, Carolina. And that's not the, you know, and that's not to play that all off on the South because you can go 30 minutes outside this city and I'm sure find the exact same diner with the exact same people in it. So that's not to say that's a an exclusively southern situation. It's just you're going to yep. find it more often down there. That's all. You know, right. you don't have to look for it. You're going to find it just everywhere. And they don't they don't agree with that. They don't see that. You know, they think they take care of their Negroes. Uh, the very terminology right there should let you know that they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're not even up to black people, which is passe. But coming back, I think. I think black is coming back in the same politicized way the queer is coming back. 
Oh. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think Black Lives Matters. It's not African American Lives Matters. It's Black Lives Matters. There's yeah, politics but I feel like that. go with that. It's just like you know, forget the LGBTQAI whatever. We're I think that's the end of them now. A is asexual because people who just don't think about sex at all don't want to be excluded from the sexual identity chart. Interesting, isn't it? That's sort of an oxymoron in and of itself. Well, don't excuse yeah, me yeah. just because I don't even think about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apparently, out, apparently, I'm the first hot mess, I guess, tonight. Because it's just. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, really? No. No. Can't we just all be queer just... and get along? You know, either you well, suck a dick or you don't. Me. Either you lick a that's pussy or I'm... you don't. You're either queer or you're not. You, you know, you know me. Yep. <laughs> and if you're well, asexual, you know, it's like not voting, and you just don't get, you know, you don't <laughs> get to bring it up at the table. <laughs> I heard that comedian, yes, Bobby Tommy. Lee. I heard that, you know what? that comedian, um, you know that comedian, Bobby Lee, he's a short Asian comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on that yeah. episode of Curb yeah. Enthusiasm. Well, he was, yeah, he was on Norm MacDonald's podcast and I was listening to it today, and he said that he, when he was a uh, kid, he um, he sucked his cousin's dick. And he was like, hey, I'm not gay, but I, I suck my cousin's dick. <laughs> he said, I'm not gay, but I suck my cousin's dick. And then the, ne- the next time he heard from his cousin's mother, his aunt, she called yelling at him um, about, you didn't suck his dick, did you? And uh, then she died. She died shortly thereafter. So this is the last thing that he ever oh heard her say. Was, Did you suck his dick? <laughs> oh my oh. Bobby wow. Lee's been sort of have been floating around that whole thing for a long time. I think I think he might be a little closer to sucking dick all the time than he wants to let on. Yeah. Well. Yeah, you know, he cares? used to do that all the time on Chelsea's show. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's too. No, like me, I'll, I have no problem being. If someone needs a faggot in the room, I'll be the faggot in the room. I have no problem with that. <laughs> 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 Who's your uh, second hot mess, Dyer? My second hot mess has <laughs> got to be this fucking black china, and I ain't talking nothing. Oh. No, no pattern you could get from Versace. I'm talking the the two legged hoe. It's got a new song out that's lovingly referred to as P.O.P. What does that mean? Huh? That's what that praise mean? a pussy. And she basically mm. takes a swipe at Rob Kardashian for having been played by her during her gold digger years. It's like, how stupid do you have to be? Right. So, like, just let him, like, you know, put in your first song in a long time all your, like, bad shit. I mean, Taylor Swift's even smart enough not to go there. Yeah. <laughs> Although with her, Ooh. like, what, three years later suing the pussy-grabbing guy, it's like, really, are you kidding me? You know, you who fuck, you who fuck a, like, different poster boy every week, and you're upset because some radio dude, like, might have brushed your ribs in the top of your ass during a photo shoot. 
Come on. <laughs> I didn't realize that Hillary no Clinton and Donald Trump were an item at some point. You ain't no Kesha. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, her shit's real. Yeah, we'll talk about commenting there. Let's talk about some real shit, not some like. Please write a song about it. <laughs> and who's your final hot mess, sire? My final hot mess is. You heard about Britney Spears' show the other night? No, what happened? Some guy apparently rushed the stage with a gun, and they had to subdue him. Wow. Yeah. I'm surprised this isn't getting bigger play. But, yeah. Wow. Some guy rushed the stage. They discovered he had a gun once they had tackled him. And that's when you hear Britney, like, freaking out. Now, meanwhile, though, the song is still playing with her singing, but she's, like, freaking out over the guy up there with the gun. So, you know, <laughs> you know, at least part of Britney is the show must go on, even if it is just the recording. <laughs> Jeez. Well, what a trooper yeah. to be able to lip sync yeah. during uh, a, a, shoot, a potential shooting. That's fantastic. Oh, no, she wasn't lip syncing. She was like going, a gun? And meanwhile, <laughs> she's singing. Wow. Yeah. You just said she was lip syncing. <laughs> so that's it. That's oh. all. All right. Are you guys lubed up and ready oh. to joke off? Uh yeah, you know I got, yeah. I'm still marching. Different strokes from Florida. rule the world. That's how my dad does it. I'm still moist from <laughs> Florida. <laughs> Rose, bro. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Twenty-six-year-old Florida man Fidel Lopez was sentenced last Thursday for disemboweling his girlfriend, Maria Nemeth, after she screamed her ex's name during sex. At his sentencing, Lopez said, to Maria's family, I asked for forgiveness. They said, no problem. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they really said, no problemo. <laughs> they said, no problemo. Waka waka. Police arrested an Arkansas man, Everett Lee Compton Jr., on Monday after his neighbors caught him having sex with their donkey. When one of them saw him, they yelled, You're an ass! To which Compton Jr. responded, No, I'm not. He is. Ah, ah, ah. I bop, he bop, believe bop, they bop. <laughs> I don't even understand. Hi, Bob. My God, do you remember that that video? No. That was the stupidest video that Cindy Lauper ever made. Well, you know what the song is about, right? It's about about masturbating in her vibrator. Um, Oh. It's about her vibrator and, and masturbating. So now when you see it and you see how everybody's walking and then how they get jiggly and then she keeps putting her hands on things that rev up and vibrate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just a little song about masturbation with the dildo. 
to take the dildo and masturbate and all of you people can listen to my songs and it's so good to have you all here and I take the vibrator. <laughs> London police released a video Monday of a male jogger knocking a woman into the path of an oncoming bus. After the woman was pushed, she said, Jesus Christ, Donald, you already won the election. <laughs> now, <laughs> the woman in that scenario being Hillary, which uh, I could have written the joke better, but Weeks seems to have gotten it anyway. Well, I know I know Weeks is going to like this one. I was so hot and, and and sort of like a fever pitch down there trying to sleep. You know, you wake up and the bed would be soaked, the pillows soaked, and it's just... It was like 113. The real feel was 113 at 3 o'clock in the morning one night. So oh, my God. I had this freaking dream, and I dreamed that Trump was not only the, the impeachment process started, but he was indicted on multiple different things, and the person to serve him, his subpoena, was Hillary at a state dinner. <laughs> a steak? You say steak at dinner? At a state dinner. Oh, it'd be better if it was steak dinner. Oh, wouldn't that be special? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Fort Worth police officer Damon Cole was dressed as Batman for a safety clinic for children when he spotted a shoplifter leaving a Walmart with several DVDs, including the Lego Batman movie. Batman grabbed him, handed him the Dark Knight, and said, This one is better. (laughs) (laughs) Did he he grab him by his Lego pussy? Yes. It's Donald Trump Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Lord. Trump man. A Minnesota man who was pulled over for a traffic violation and arrested for an outstanding warrant attempted to get out of the ordeal by handing the arresting officers a Monopoly get-out-of-free-get-out-of-jail-free card. In response, the cop said, uh, sorry, sir, that only works if you're white. Uh, okay. here's, here's a bad visual for you. Uh, while driving to the state of South Carolina the other day, it takes about three, a little over three hours to get from border to border, if you want to call it that, state line to state line. I saw six white troopers having pulled people over on both sides. And every time the occupants of the car were black. Not a a good optical, not a good visual for the state of South Carolina. You might want to do something about that. You know, at least let half of the black officers, God forbid there are any, arrest some white folks every now and then. Just Mm saying, you might want to mix it up a little. Or, or you know, maybe Tuesday was black only day. I have no idea. Uh-huh. But it was just not a, not, not a good optic. Not no. a good optic. 
A nude scene showing a topless woman was broadcast on the screen behind presenter Sophie Rayworth during the BBC's News at 10 broadcast Monday night. Usually the only boobs on the news are the anchors at the desk. (laughs) (laughs) An East Texas man was taken to the hospital Friday after shooting at an armadillo whose hard shell deflected the bullet and ricocheted it right back into the man's jaw. See, now this is a perfect example that when you do stupid shit, it blows up in your face. That's right, that's right, that's right. That like Unabomber shit. Just... How about Woo! that Unabomber? I'm liking that show, dude. I haven't. I didn't know it started already. Yeah, it's the second week of it already. It's a good show. Mm. That first two-hour one is is fierce. Check that shit out. It's good. <laughs> because you forget right. just how much shit he did for how many years. Mm-hmm. Right. He was out there a long fucking time, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Police arrested California man... Why do all these people have three fucking names? Andrew David Hansen yeah. <laughs> for burglary after detectives found some fecal matter in the toilet at the crime scene and had it tested for DNA. I guess it was a match. Now that's a shitty way of getting caught. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, I was born on the wagon on the Mama used to dance for the they throw. Papa would do whatever he. Roy would go to Memphis. If I could turn back time. Oh, oh, if I could find my. <laughs> do you believe in life after? <laughs> For the way of a is the way of a and the day may come when you see him. Gross, bro. But what you do when he you free just the way that you. To me. <laughs> 44-year-old Albuquerque man, Daniel Daddio, was arrested hey, Friday after the middle name? Keith. Daniel Daddio. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe Daddio. There you go. Friday after purchasing keys on a family at a Metallica concert. When he was arrested... Daddio said, what? It was nice. I threw them a shower. <laughs> no, he didn't. If it was Daniel Radcliffe, Daddio. If it was Daniel Radcliffe, Daddio, he said, well, it was nice. I threw them in the shower. I threw them a shower. He said, well, it was nice. I threw them in the shower. That was Daniel Radcliffe, Daddio. And 
That is not how Danny oh. Radcliffe talks. It was nice. I threw him in the shower. <laughs> I threw him in the shower. Uh, he's, uh, um, a freeway sign near Sacramento was hacked to show the lighted letters spelling Trump has herpes. Hey, man, Usher's just trying to take the pressure off himself now. Oh, my God. What is up with that? There's even a dude I don't now that's like, like filed paperwork saying that he got herpes from, what was it, Bobby Lee's cousin? Oh. You mean Bobby Brown? Oh, no. Brown. Even Bobby Brown wouldn't do that. Oh, Bobby Lee. Oh, yeah. No, right. he no, crossed, Bobby he, Brown no. About what the... no, no. The only line he crossed was digging the dookie out of Whitney when she was constipated from the... Yeah, you know. The crack. The crack, the crack rock. Yeah, now isn't that an oxymoron for you? You smoke crack, crack rock? and your crack gets plugged up. <laughs> White House sources told reporters Donald Trump's fire and fury comments about North Korea this work were absolutely his own. Uh, yeah, uh, no shit. <laughs> no, maybe they would well, die the Spaghettios. <laughs> he said, Yeah, no shit. Sure. <laughs> can I have some more? Please, more sir, shit, can I have please. Some more? more shit. Lion Studios CEO John Spicehammer says this week that they may make more Twilight and Hunger Games movies. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Fuck yeah! Yeah! Woohoo! Yeah! Woohoo! <laughs> Very nice. That was great. That was nice. That showed some gumption. Pull out. <laughs> oh, now I resemble this one, but but I'm gonna I'm gonna take issue with that governor of Maine's name. After lawmakers overrode <laughs> oh, his veto on legislation that increased the age limit to buy tobacco products on Tuesday, Maine Governor Paul P. Page threatened <laughs> to raise the voting age to one. He also threatened to raise the vote, the voting weight to 250 p pounds. <laughs> yeah, things are going to get. Oh yeah, oh great one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh child, things are going to get easier. Oh child, things are going to get better. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, I know something I didn't I forgot to say. I didn't sh- I didn't What's share that? like the good news. I don't oh, know if you man, saw this or not. Uh yeah, you know, I the the Pulse project that I was a co author yeah. on. Stephen Wolf is doing yep. a reading of it on September thirteenth. As part of their sort of queer festival. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. 
Are you going to go to Chicago? Uh, I think I have to. Nice. I think it, I think it's politically correct to do so. Although the thought yeah. of getting back in the car, you know, for days on end is just not my idea of fun. Do it, man. Come on. I know. I got to represent. Do you not, do you not fly? Do you not fly in airplanes? Uh, yeah, you don't you uh, fly in airplanes? I'm not to. Because I'm a big bitch and I need big air. And, you know, the second somebody, like, <laughs> folds back on you or... You know, I don't even want to deal with the eye rolls of like you know the people like going don't sit next to me don't sit next to me don't sit next to me right right I do so like, oh, like next those thing you know have the like you know the little sort of commuter planes I like those because there's just that one row yeah. on the left and then the two seaters on the right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so I try to get those and I try to get the front one you know the bulkhead spot but if I can, like, get away without doing it, I really don't. Nah. It just makes me crazy. <laughs> Understood. Yeah. You know, I didn't yeah, want to be that way, but it's just, I need big air, and you, I just feel like I never get enough fucking air on the plane. Right. I agree. Plane sucks. You know who's full, you know who's full of big air is John Weeks. <laughs> oh, you know it. I don't know that. No, I, oh, got, no, that's I got hot, hot air. air. Hot, hot air. air. That's Woo! right. He fights yeah! the he fights and the curtains just fly up all around the place. <laughs> you know, you know, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He fights in the area rug, rolls up, moves to the side of the. Just fox flying on his ass. <laughs> a smoke flying out of that. Okie dokie, Smokey. What? <laughs> Have a wonderful night. Glad you're back. Congratulations on Steppenwolf. Yeah, thanks. Congratulations. Thanks, and say hey to Peapods for me. Peapods? Will do. <laughs> Peapods. Yeehaw. Love you guys. Bye, Ciao, Bye. Love you. Bye, Good night, Sire. Ciao, fellas. Ciao, what did he say about pea pods? He said, say, say goodbye to pea pods later, too. What does that mean? Oh, Governor like Paul the page? Go- oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Governor- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paul the pods. That was my mistake. I made a, a typo there. And Fogarty always reads exactly what's written rather than correct it on the fly like you did with the first one where I, I wrote, yeah, 26-year-old. Yeah. Fogarty's a funny little child. He's a funny little wizard, I tell you. He's something else. <laughs> All right, Grandpa. Um, so, <laughs> Weeks, uh, Weeks, guess guess how many times, so so Brendan Yuri closed in Kinky Boots last Sunday, August 6th. Guess how many times I went from May 26th to August 6th, oh my 2017. Dude, I, was, I was shocked. You told me uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, but I don't exactly remember. I probably seven times. I want to say seven. So good. Well, I told well I told so you good? a couple weeks ago, but I told you a couple weeks ago, but it's been a couple weeks since. So the final tally uh, is twelve. I went twelve times. Twelve. Oh! Twelve times. 
I am very proud of you. That's, that's pretty amazing. I mean, that's, that is your boy. You saw him 12 times. I mean, you yes. you got to be one of his biggest fans. That's amazing. Yes. That's your boy. Yes. That's your boy. He's Mormon, right? And it, he was he grew up Mormon. Not anymore. A lot of these damn Mormons in the music business now. Imagine Dragons, he's a Mormon. The Killers, he's a Mormon. What's weird about it is if you look at Brandon Flowers from The Killers and Brendan Urie from Panic! at the Disco, you have Brandon, Brendan, similar names. They both grew up in yeah, Vegas. Right. They both grew up Mormon. Uh, and I don't know about Brandon Flowers, but Brendan Urie's not um, Mormon anymore because uh, ain't nobody got time for that. But um, <laughs> he... Uh, uh, yeah, so so if you think about it, I've actually seen him 14 times this year because 12 times in Kinky Boots and then twice on tour with Panic! at the Disco, once in Philly, once at the Garden. Um, but um, the, uh, the so the last day was Sunday, and I had a front row center seat. Now, in order to pay off some of my kinky debt, I started flipping some tickets on StubHub. So I sold the one next to me on for his last performance, front row center. It sold on StubHub for five hundred eighty-four dollars. So it sold on wow. StubHub for for you know a good deal. I could have gotten more because I realized later people were upping it, and I hadn't been looking. Could have gotten like seven hundred or something. But what happened wow. is I go to the show and I'm sitting there, and no one sits next to me. So I um. Really? Texted, you, you know, I, you know my friend Justine McElroy, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. I know Justin. Great kid, Justine. Yeah, so, I, so Justine, and his, Justine and his girlfriend or fiancé are up sitting in the balcony, and I text them before the thing starts, uh, hey, if either of you want to come down for this second act, I don't think anyone's going to sit here. And he said, okay, buddy, I'll let you know. And then in the middle of the first act, I start thinking, wait a minute, I don't want to sit next to either one of those two. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, this is what I really want to do. Uh, and so then I, I texted him at intermission when I was rushing to pee. And he said, it's okay, buddy. Enjoy. You're having fun or something like that. I don't know what the hell he was talking about, but he said he wasn't taking it. Uh, so I, I guess that, you know, they wanted to stay together in the balcony. So um, I went up to, there's a kid. And he goes to some panic concerts, and he goes. He he was at opening night of Kinky Boots in a gold jacket, and he was in the closing day in a silver jacket. And and he is known among the pandem, like fandom, but pandem. I I just made that up. As um, he's known as Mini Brendan. He's known as Mini Brendan because he looks like Brendan. Mini Brendan and he dresses in gold like Brendan. Jacket. Yeah. So silver jacket this day. So what happens is I remember opening night, I, we were in the bathroom at the same time, and I was thinking that that might happen again, but I think I can't ask him if he wants to sit next to me in the bathroom. So I go in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and he does. He does come in. Then he's in there, and I'm like, oh, shit. So then I walk outside the bathroom, which is oh in the balcony, God. and I wait to go back down stage, but I don't wait by the bathroom door like a psycho. So I wait, and then he starts walking down the stairs, <laughs> and I said, hey, you're Jamie, right? And he said, yeah. And I said, I'm Ryan. And I went to shake his hand, and he started wiping the water off his hand because it was wet from the sink. <laughs> and then uh, and then I said, listen, I don't know where you're sitting. 
I said, listen, I don't know where you're sitting, but the seat next to me is front row center. It's empty, and I figure if anyone deserves it, it's to be, be you since, you know, because I know that this guy, there's a video of this guy, like, Brendan, like, knows who he is and everything. Hey, you're Jamie, right? Anyway, um, he was like, dude, are you serious? And he had been shaking my hand, and he, like, gave me a hug, and then he, uh, he came down and sat wow. next to me. So I was distracted during the first act because I regretted offering the seat to Justin. And then I was distracted during the second act because I had basically my penultimate fantasy next to me. You know, not my ultimate fantasy, <laughs> fantasy, but my penultimate fantasy. And, um, and I'll tell you what, though. Mini Brendan was really kind of man-spreading a bit too much. His arms, I mean, his very narrow seats there, and I gave him the seat. His arms were all over the, the arms of the chairs and stuff, and I was like, Jesus. Uh, but part of me was very distracted by the just the fact that his jacket was, was touching my arm, which that part was unavoidable because the seats are so tight. But, uh, um, but that was crazy. And, um, and then at the end of the show, uh, uh it was awesome. Brendan um, had his final curtain call, final bow, and then uh, the the whole cast stayed on stage the entire time throughout the time that the orchestra has finished playing the post-show music, which they're not usually on stage for, and they're all there just clapping around Brendan. And um, then uh, a couple people in the crowd, including the kid next to me, gives him flowers and um, kind of made me think, shit, maybe I should have brought flowers, but I, w- I was so nervous. Uh, so... Um, uh, he was like, "Oh, these for me. Thank you so much." And then, and then he like gets very um emotional. And uh, the guy who plays Lola, the lead drag queen, he um like he hugged Brendan, and Brendan like had his head on Lola's chest, and it was so sweet. And he was crying, and oh god. And uh, when I left there, um, there was definitely this uh feeling of finality. It was a feeling because yeah. I basically spent 10 weeks seeing his show yeah. um, because of Brendan Urie. And uh, the last time I felt something like this was the last Letterman. But the thing about that is that, I mean, th- this is like maybe I felt an eighth of the Letterman pain. But it's still a substantial amount because the right. Letterman finality was so huge. Um, but, uh, right. but, yeah, so it kind of sucked. So Sunday was kind of a, a depressing kind of night and then um what happened after that was uh i had won tickets to a um the kinky boots sing cindy lopper uh concert so i won tickets to the kinky boots sing cindy lopper concert at 54 below on um i won it on by entering because kinky boots on twitter tweeted it and uh that was the night after brendan's closing day say what wow Congratulations. Jeez. Oh, thanks. So I, I go to um, 54 Below, and my uh, friend Erica comes with me. And uh, and it's, you know, Brendan is not in, he, he couldn't make it to this. But it, it turned out that this is a, um, they were going to do this anyway. But then during Brendan's run, actually, one of the, one of the drag queens, one of the guys who played one of the angels, he uh, was diagnosed with cancer. And so this became uh, – so he had oh. to drop out of the show and get chemotherapy. And he uh, – uh, yeah, th- so this became a benefit for him. So what happened okay. um, was that they were, you know, uh, tons of Kinky Boots people, uh, including Tony Winner, Billy Porter, 
uh, were all there, um, and uh, and and it was uh, it was really beautiful. And the guy who was diagnosed with cancer, Eric Lawan Summers, um, he was uh, he was there as well. And he he went up there at the end and and just said like into the microphone, he was like, "A lot of you guys are complete strangers, and you're literally fighting for my life." And he was like fighting back tears, and he said. You know, that's, I mean, yes, fuck cancer, but it's also shown me more love than I thought was possible. And it was very, uh, he was very emotional. It was very nice. And um, they did, uh, uh, like, uh, an auction, and they did, uh, like, a bunch of Cindy Lauper songs. They even had a video at the beginning of Cindy Lauper saying, like, I'm sorry I couldn't be there with you tonight. I'm still on tour with Sarah. That's him talking. You can hear him out there. And I just take lots of videos. And she said take lots of videos right after the venue said don't take any photography. But um, it was uh, it was so, so the show was really great and everyone sang really well and then it was it was a great concert and it didn't cost me anything except for my diet coke which is nice because that venue is very expensive usually. And um, during the show, the host, uh, Natalie Joy Johnson, who is in Kinky Boots, she she was emceeing the auction. And she pointed to this, and she was uh, the auction part of the show. And she was auctioning off this uh, poster signed by the cast, including Brendan Urie. And so she goes, uh, she says, now I know this girl, she saw Brendan Urie in Kinky Boots 14 times, and as soon as she said that, my jaw dropped. Yeah. My jaw dropped, and Erica yeah. turned back and looked at me because I thought I went the most times to Brendan in Kinky Boots. I thought 12 uh. had it. So afterwards, I go up to this girl, and I was like, did you really see, see it 14 times when she said I saw Brendan in it uh, 14 times and I said I went 12 she was like no way and then we gave each other five and I was like I cannot believe you beat me um so uh <laughs> so now at least I have somebody that people can think is crazier than I am so that's a, a, a plus um but she also has I asked her how many times she's actually been to kinky boots and she's been like in the 30s yeah uh, 30 times or something since it opened um what which is insane. Yeah, but then I was like, what's your Instagram? And we did, oh, and so did Minnie Brendan did that to me too. What's, what's your Instagram? That's like the new, like, let's keep in touch, but like not too close right away. Like, what's your Instagram? Yo, you're right, sliding into right. my DMs on that IG, bro. So that's <laughs> what we did. And um, and and so, the, so yeah, made a new insane friend. Uh, I mean, you know, as insane as I am. And she actually got to meet <laughs> Brendan. And then when I'm looking at, like, Instagram, there's all these people who actually got to go on stage and meet Brendan, and I'm like, how the fuck did that happen? And I tried asking that night, and nobody told me, so, like, she didn't tell me, so I, I gotta ask her now that we're, we've been messaging on it, but anyway, um, also what happened after the concert is I I hadn't really planned on talking to everyone, but since I've seen the show 14 times, I basically had something to, I mean, 12 times, sorry. I basically had something to say to everyone. So, like, I, I went to get money right. out of the ATM to buy a signed, but not an auction one because those went for, like, $700. I bought one for uh, $80. It was $80, um, and it okay. has Brendan on it. The, the ones that went for more had uh, Harvey Firestein and Billy Porter on it, too. This one doesn't have that. So I went and got money out, 
and then I go back into the uh, venue, and um, I see the guy who played one of the characters, uh, and he was, and, and I said, hey, man, I, uh, you were great as Harry, Brendan's opening night, because that was the only time he ever played Harry that I saw. And so he said, oh, th- thank right. you. And he went into this whole thing about how he actually had to play Harry and Richard Bailey that night because two of the actors were sick. And he goes into this whole thing about how the guy who plays Harry has Crohn's disease and had a big flare-up that night, and that's why he couldn't do it for Brendan's oh, opening wow. night. And then he tells me that um, like he, he played Lola to Brendan two times, and I go, what was that like? And he's like, that, that was, it was awesome. And, like, and Brendan could not be nicer. Everybody said that, by the way. Every cast member said he couldn't be nicer, um, and he, he said, uh, um, and 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 he was just like, and then Brendan would just be slaying for like no reason, like, Woo! and I start going, oh yeah, like when he's like, <laughs> like, what else can I do? And I realize that I'm trying to do a falsetto <laughs> in front of a Broadway actor imitating uh, Brandon Urie, who has an incredible singing voice. So uh, I. Stopped that pretty abruptly, but he just went along with it. Yeah, exactly is what he said. And then, so we we like talked and talked. And then he said, okay, I'm gonna go uh, find my boyfriend. And I said, okay, I'm gonna go get my uh my bag. And he said, okay. And then we'll you go there, I'll go here, and we'll both wind up over there. And it was a strange goodbye, but it was uh good. And then I went inside the um uh the venue and gave the girl the money. And I was like, are you you're in the show, right? And she said, yeah. And I said, oh. And she said, yeah, I'm uh. Maggie and I said and you cover for and she said uh, Nicola yup and luckily she because I hadn't realized that she was in the show and I didn't realize that she was in the, the concert that I had just seen and when I look back on the videos now oh she had a really she was some major parts and I wasn't paying attention um, but right. I, I talked to her a bit and then I had gotten the money out but then I'm looking at Brendan's signature and I'm like where is it I know he always does the exclamation point she's oh yeah he's just doing the B now and then I, like, had second thoughts because he just signed it with a B. And all the playbills were like right. that, just B, and all the and the poster. And so eventually I was just like, no, I'll, I'll still take it. So I took uh, I took the poster. But I was going to get both, but I figured, uh, you know, I don't need the, the playbill as well. And um, then uh, if, it, if he actually wrote Brendan Urie with the exclamation point, like, uh, then I probably would have gotten both. But then, um, so we talked. And what it, both of these people I've since added as Facebook friends. And then an, uh, another one, um, I go up to uh, the woman who hosted it, Natalie Joy Johnson. And I was like, I'm Ryan. I saw you uh, years ago in Broadway sessions and, um, and whatever. And, uh, and I actually fucking said this week, I said this. I said, when I saw you in Broadway sessions, I was like, she seems, I said, she seems so cool. I feel like we should be friends. And then, when I found out Brendan Urie was doing the show, I thought, man, I really wish we were friends. I actually said that. Like, what a terrible thing to say. I said that to the lady. I said it. Um, but luckily, she uh, she just said, well, what's your name again? And I said, Ryan Holmes. She said, Natalie Johnson. And so, and so, and it is so. And she just made it not awkward. And she, um, uh, and she said, friend me on, on the Facebook. And I said, oh, we are. I said, we are already. Uh, and we are friends already on Facebook. And, um, so uh, that was uh, uh, good. And then, oh, and then I wound up talking to the guy who has cancer. If anyone wants to go to the GoFundMe page, uh, and they're also doing an eBay auction where I actually bid on it. So Brendan is doing a signed guitar, um, and it's a red and white guitar mm-hmm. like uh, Kinky Boots. Um, but 
did like four hundred or five hundred dollars on it, and now it is um, up to. Let me see. Let me. It was last last I checked. It was way fucking more than that. Brendan, Yuri, wow. and I cannot afford it. Uh, uh, Brendan, Brendan, yeah. is this it? Is this it? Is this it? This isn't it, is it? No, that's not the one. Where the fuck is it? Oh, here it is. Here it is. It's now up to two thousand thirty-five dollars. Um, wow. So, and all, God. all this money, all this money goes to this guy Eric. And so Eric was like, and I didn't even know about the guitar uh, until I saw it online. And I said, and I said, oh yeah, I know. I paid. I, I mean, I bid like four hundred ten dollars, but then it doubled. And I'm complaining to the guy basically that it's too expensive. And I realized <laughs> in the middle of it that I'm talking to the guy that the money is benefiting. And I stopped myself and I go, which is good. And he said, no, no. I and I said, well, I can't afford that. He said, no, I understand. But thank you so much. And he thanked me profusely for buying the poster. And I said, this was amazing. And he, um, he said, like, this stuff about – and and he also said Brendan was the nicest. Oh, and he also said, but, yeah, I, I regret I, – I, like, I, wish, I really wish I could have stuck with the show because I really – because Brendan is just the best, so I really wanted to mess with him. And I said, well, what were you going to do? And he was just – he said, I was just going to, like, say dirty stuff. Like, he gets pretty dirty. And I was like, he does? And he said, yeah, I mean, not in a bad way. And he was like, everyone is being really candid and really open and really nice. Yeah. And I also took a picture with Billy Porter, um, who, if anyone there I was going to try and get to insult John Weeks, it would have been him. But it was coming It was coming back from, you know, a, a cancer benefit. And also they had just done We Are the World, and it really wasn't appropriate at the time. So, uh, so I didn't oh. do that. Um, but, uh, but I got the picture and he's, he's actually going back. He won the Tony for playing Lola. He's going back to the role, um, in, uh, September as is the original Charlie Price. But Jay Harrison G will always be my Lola and Brendan Urie will always be my Charlie Price because those are the only two I've ever seen. And they will, no matter if I see the show again, uh, they will always be mine. Um, and, uh, the one of the things that I mentioned was that Natalie Joy Johnson did this auction of the signed stuff, and um, it was the funniest auction I've ever heard. And I tried sharing it with people, and they didn't seem to think that it was as funny as I did. So let me see how you think about it. I'll just play a little bit of it here, okay. and you tell me if this is okay. as hilarious as I think it is. Here we go. Okay. Who originated Lola in Toronto, 
uh, Alan, and he's walking out the door, and I, I was at the bottom of the stairs, and I said, great, great job tonight, and, and he said, thank you, and then he, he held the door open, and I was like, oh, you don't have to open the door, and I rushed up the stairs, and he said, you didn't have to rush, and, uh, and then I start talking to him, and we take a selfie, and uh, he start, I, wow. I'm like, what, so what are you up to now, and he said he's doing a, um, he's taking a little break and doing these readings and stuff, and uh, so I talked to all these people. I didn't expect that to happen, you know, but it wound up being right. the perfect closure to the last ten and a half weeks. It was yeah. just um, I yeah. could talk about everything that I've seen. I could talk about it with the people who actually did it, who got to know Brendan, who uh, right. are in the show that I now love, and I just I walked away from that to the train feeling good like for the first time in years i felt right. like i don't know why other than essentially i was interviewing a bunch of broadway people and it was like oh shit i now i remembered you know because the other the blazing right radio show i haven't really done much of it in a while um but that's something that you know i want to get back into and uh that's the other thing that kills me is like if if things had been progressing with jonathan demar in the way that they were um and and this did become like a Broadway show. I could have fucking had Brendan on the show, you know. So that kills me, man. It kills me. Right, right, right. Yeah, right. I I know. Anyway, it, it doesn't was, mean it never will it happen. Be, it doesn't mean it won't ever happen. I'm telling you, it's just, it's, life is a funny thing. Life is a funny thing, sir. <laughs> so it was. Uh, thank you, Alanis. But it was very, uh, it, it was it was great, and uh, we don't we don't have much time. But uh, but what do you think about that whole thing? What do you think about the whole last ten and a half weeks of my insanity, and then that that night of closure on Monday? I don't think it's that insane. I think actually it's pretty amazing. It's actually, um, you know, the way I, you know I've been listening to it. It's like you were part of the show. You know, it's like you were part of the play. To be honest with you, you were there from the beginning to the end. You went to many shows. You got to see your. Uh, one of your idols, and uh, you almost become part of the show. I, first of all, I want to say that's incredibly generous of you to, you know, offer the, the seat to, to that you know, mini Brandon. I think that was great. Um, and I think, I, I think I think it would have been equally as hilarious if, if the guy was crowding his face and he said, "You know what? Uh, I, I changed my mind. I don't, I don't want, I don't want you to stand here or sit here." I think that was hilarious, but it would have been something out of curb your enthusiasm. But, uh, you know, right. I think what's also amazing is that the closing that uh, everybody was, you know, very easily to to communicate with and uh, the actors were all great and, uh, you know, open and, and, and talking to you. And uh, it, it literally was like uh, almost like a, you know, think about it, all the fans and the interaction with everybody. That's a beautiful thing. I think that's a great thing. I think uh, that's testament to the show, testament to the fans, testament to your uh, Brandon Uri and uh, – uh, I think that's a great thing, and you know, so you had a lot of closure uh, in a very positive manner, and it's like it's really. I think you were like part of the play, really. Uh, you you were very active. You went to so many shows, and uh, you showed your support. And uh, look, look, you're offering uh, you know seats to other people. I mean, this is like you were part of it, man. It's like you're, it's, I think you really should be part of it. Geez, you really. Uh, you made yourself to be a part of it. I think that's a great thing. And, uh, you know, very few people do that. They really don't have that kind of passion. And uh, I think that's great. Who else I find it interesting. I find it interesting that when you mentioned how generous I was being 
you referenced me offering my seat to Minnie Brendan and not paying $80 towards a guy with cancer. <laughs> the funny thing is, you should have said you should have talked about the guitar. You're like four fifty is too much, too much. They should have, they should have, they should have paid four hundred for it. I think that would have been hilarious. He's like it's two thousand dollars. What a rip off! <laughs> Listen, can you bring the price down? Listen, man, I yeah, can't exactly. swing that. This is not this is not fair. You know, I, I can understand you want to give the money to uh, to help you out, but this is too much. You're asking too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's the other thing. They were being very candid with me. I was being very candid with them. I was telling Natalie Joy Johnson I wanted to use her to get close to Brendan. I was telling, I was complaining to this guy that the guitar was too expensive about with the cancer. I mean, it was it was just fucking amazing. It was an amazing night, uh, unexpectedly. I, I almost didn't want to go because I was so exhausted from Brendan's closing because I obviously couldn't sleep the night before. I couldn't sleep the night of, um, and I was and this was the next night at a 9.30 p.m. show. So, But it, I wound up walking right. out there so awake and so alive, and it was just a wonderful feeling. Um, what is your favorite scene in She's a Man, My Feature Man, Bang Bang? All right. My favorite scene is she's a main, main, patron of man, the main, main, the main, the main, the main, the main, the main, has got to be when the main, the bang, plays a man going crazy, talking to a warden in a psych ward. Uh, and it goes something like this. Did you enjoy God's latest gift? What? God's gift. Your violence. When I came downstairs in my home and I saw that tree in my living room, it reached out for me, a divine hand. God loves violence. I, uh, I, I haven't noticed. Sure you have. Why else would there be so much of it here? It's in us. It's what we are. We wage war. We burn sacrifices and pillage and plunder and tear up the flesh of our brothers. And why? Because God gave us violence to wage in his honor. I thought God gave us moral order. There's no moral order as pure as this storm. There's no moral order at all. There's just this. Can my violence conquer yours? And that's my favorite scene. She's the main, main, preacher, main, the bang, main. Yes. 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 Thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And what's your favorite scene? She's the main, main, preacher, main, the main, main. What's, what's the colon there? What's your colon? Is uh, colon uh, uh, precious uh, colon uh, uh, Shutter Island with uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> oh, you love that movie. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. I've used it several, several times. Yes, I do. Good movie. My favorite scene in season my main feature, Amanda Bangs Main, is when two boys are trying to make plans after they bang, and one of them writes the other, I made a mistake. I suggested a very general window, and in the remainder of the week, neither of us broached more specific plans, so it fell through the cracks. That's my mistake, and I can certainly own that. It's totally valid to think that I'm a flake, but your bitter queen passive-aggressive shit is unattractive. Neither of us are invested in one another to warrant you turning into salty little bitch so quick. Feel free to screenshot this for your girlfriends next time they're pondering how a great guy like you could be single and then he says 
Yes. It's fully warranted for you to think I'm a dick and block me. That's reasonable. Just like I'm warranted in thinking you're acting like a salty little bitch. And then the other one goes, Jesus fucking Christ. Bitter, queen, passive, aggressive, shit, salty little bitch. Your complete overreaction, projecting, and presumptuousness are what's unattractive here. I don't have girlfriends I complain to about being single. As my fellow drunks say, thank you for sharing. And that's my favorite scene in season May, my feature Amanda Bangs, man. <laughs> yes. I'm going to stay there one night. 
um, and spend that day there uh, because I just can't, you know, I, I can't not do it if I'm right there. But, uh, but what do you think about this craziness? I think that's, that's amazing. First of all, you deserve to give yourself a present like that. And I think that's an amazing, uh, you know, gift for yourself and you're going to have a wonderful time. And uh, why not get this uh, ukulele thingy, uh, you know, signed? <laughs> and you got to do it. Come on, man. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't think you're crazy. I think you're living life. you got a real passion for things. And that's a beautiful thing to see and, and people that act on. You know, so, so, so many times in life people don't do that. And uh, they miss out on, on big things and uh, they have big regrets. So I, I'm, 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 I got to give you a high five on that one. That's great. I love it. Do it. Go. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I, I realize that the way I've been talking tonight, I've made it sound as though I have some money. I do not. I just want to be sure that that's clear. <laughs> I don't have money. So anyone who thinks, oh, yeah, I got VIP tickets or whatever, it takes me forever to pay this shit off. It's on credit. You relax. <laughs> I don't have money. Don't ask me for money. I mean, you could ask me for money if you need to borrow some money, but only if you know me. <laughs> Only if you're Brandon Yuri or you know me. Uh, but I don't got no money. I'm in, I'm in kinky debt, Weeks. I'm in some kinky debt. That's right. Same here. But, hey, these, these events only happen, you know, once in a lifetime. And go and do it. Live it up. You're going to pay it off later. That's fine. You know, you have plenty of time to work it off later. That's what works for. So, you know, I think it's fine. Yeah. You live it up. You live it up. You only live once. That's it. You don't get another right. chance. So I guarantee, I guarantee you that AJR will be doing a New York concert like pretty, <laughs> pretty soon. Like I'm sure I could have just waited <laughs> and not traveled across the world, but but now that like I've booked the flight and and stuff, I I am uh, looking forward to it because you know what the last time I went there in June of 2016, it was very much I was doing I was doing a whole thing. The whole trip was basically me doing what other people were doing because of all the wedding festivities right. and stuff. So, and then when I was right. there with Syracuse in 2003, I was studying and doing what other people were doing. This is the first time I'll actually right. be there just, just doing me, you know? Good for you. It's on your time. You're going to be able to do her best stuff on your own. You got a good amount of time to yeah. do it. This is what life's about. You got to do what you want to do and have time to yourself and have that kind of freedom to do it. So it, 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 live it up. It's an adventure. Make an adventure of it. I, I, you better come back, you know, fulfilled after this trip. This is going to be great. You better plan the hell out of this trip. Get over there. <laughs> plan the hell no, out of it. I'd like to go. Yeah, don't plan that. You want to come? You, 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 know, don't you let should come. Fly. Live it up. Yeah, maybe I should. I, mean, I think it would be a hell of an adventure. I think it would be really funny, actually. Maybe yeah, it would be hilarious. Well, let's, let's survive this. Uh, yeah, we got to survive that main group thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> have, we, have we figured out the bachelor party yet? This is going to be insane. No, Maine texted me that he said he hadn't decided about the bachelor party, but he he would uh, – let me know, and then he never. I said all right, and then he never said anything else. And also, did you? He said to book. He said to book the hotel or whatever. Did you? Did you do that? I didn't do that yet. I didn't do shit. I haven't done anything yet. <laughs> I, I opened that thing up, but uh, I leave, I leave it as far away as possible from me. I put it like in the <laughs> other room. 
I, I, I hide in a bunch of under a bunch of papers, like I'm going to try to ignore it, or <laughs> it'll disappear. Uh, yeah, me but too. Uh, I haven't done anything with it yet. God. Oh boy. <laughs> this is going to be terrible. Yeah, oh. we got to have a whole episode just talking about this because this may be the worst. <laughs> this may top the Hindus' uh, wedding as the worst wedding of all time. I don't think that's possible because I went to a wedding earlier this year where I was attacked by a dog and the dog was murdered and even that was not as bad as Jesus' wedding. I literally texted Michelle Kinney that night saying, well, that was terrible or something like that. And and then I wrote her back saying, but not as bad as Jesus' wedding, which was by far the worst. And that was that night. That was right after I found out the dog was killed while I was in pain looking for Neosporin. <laughs> Jesus' wedding was terrible. I have to say, there's no life events in my life so far that have been that terrible. Knock on wood. As Jesus' wedding. That I would rather... I would I would rather get bitten by a strange dog in Virginia than ever have to relive that wedding. <laughs> that might be the best statement of all time. I love it. I would rather get bitten by a dog than have to relive Jesus' wedding. <laughs> Not only a dog, a strange dog in Virginia. You got to throw that in. <laughs> uh, he's not even going to do it. He's not even going to be a groomsman. He's going to be like an honorary groomsman or some stupid shit. He should be a groomsman. I don't get this. Why isn't he a groomsman? I mean, come on. He, he said, oh, before. I have a lot to do. I have a lot to do that week. How the fuck does he know? It's so far away. Oh, yeah, Amy needs well, help with the crap. baby. That's Shut the fuck. hell up. Take, get a nanny. Do you have a nanny? Yeah, oh, he, yeah, we do. He, then get the nanny. Get the nanny. Yeah, get the daddy. Get the daddy. Get the nanny. Get the nanny. Get the nanny. I can think of no better way of ending the show. What? So close. He's the same damn state as those two. Then by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz, hit the brakes, Florence. Somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that fucking thing? You're going to go out to dinner with her, salt on her, and call her a salty bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, week. Good night, everybody. Good night.